This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Listen, it's time for Men's Health magazine. And, um, yeah, we're talking about National Salt Week. Now, obviously, salt is one of those things that, that we all need in our diets. But um, apparently, it's only a teaspoonful of it a day that we need. And people are, are taking a lot more than a teaspoonful. They are. Um, uh, this is uh, how to crush your salt intake. It's National Salt Awareness Week, and here are some ways to help you cut down on the habit. If you regularly reach for the salt shaker to pep up your food, you're hardly in a minority. All the muscle-making proteins taste better with a smattering of salt, not to mention almost every other food known to man. But men in particular need to pay attention to how much of the stuff they're snaffling. A study by the Department of Health revealed that the average British man consumes up to 9.3 grams of salt a day, well beyond the recommended maximum daily limit of 6 grams, which is a a teaspoonful. In fact, the body only uh, actually needs 1 to 2 grams to function effectively, with a well-established link between salt and high blood pressure, going wild with the white stuff could seriously up your chance of developing cardiovascular disease and the associated risk of having a stroke or a heart attack. According to experts, a high salt diet is also linked to stomach cancer, kidney disease and osteoporosis. So isn't it time you squared up to salt? And here are a few more tips on keeping your salt levels healthy. First, read the small print. We're all wise to the hidden salt and sugar in processed foods, but remember, just because your favorite pasta sauce doesn't taste salty, this doesn't mean it's a low, it's low in sodium. When shopping, always check the salt content on food labels and plan meals accordingly. And better still, as three quarters of the salt you eat is hidden in ready-made products, where possible, go au naturel and cook from scratch. And number two, choose your loaf. White bread is the biggest source of salt in men's diets, making up 11% of total intake, closely followed by bacon and ham at 8%. So if you must have a bacon sarnie, save it for cheat day and make sure the sauce isn't the only brown element. And number three, go experimental. Transform your kitchen into a lab and play with foods that replicate the Moorish effect of salt. Ingredients like garlic, pepper and chilli, as well as lemon, vinegar and wine will all add a new dimension to your dish. And remember, herby, sour, bitter, and acid are also wonderful catalysts of flavour. So says chefing legend Raymond LeBlanc. I believe that good food does not need more than a very light, the light, very lightest of seasoning, and so there's no reason for good chefs to mask the flavour of their ingredients by adding too much salt, he says, and try to make the most of what's in season, which is naturally bursting with flavour. And number four. Veg out. Sure, eating your greens is a good thing, but getting more fruit and veg also works to increase the potassium in your body, a mineral which helps counteract the negative effects of salt. Potassium-rich foods to feast on include squash, potatoes, yogurt and bananas. And, of course, taking regular exercise is proven to cut salt's effect on blood pressure. And then five... Beware of limitations. From rock and garlic 
to Himalayan pink crystals, there is a salt minefield of products vying for a place in your store cupboard. While their espoused benefits may differ, as CACH points out, salt is salt, and most will be just as detrimental to your health as table salt if used to excess. One variation to try is potassium salt, widely available as low salt. It contains 60% less sodium than table salt. And don't worry about missing salt in us too much. Experts point out that as per reducing sugar and greasy foods, your taste buds will soon adjust and you'll start finding high salt foods unpalatable. We reckon you'll have the delicate palate of a Michelin chef in no time. Salt Awareness Week runs from the 29th of February to the 6th of March and visit actionsalt.org.uk. Yeah, you know, I, I do love salt. Um, I don't use as much salt as I used to, though, um, I have to admit. But I tend to, to do a lot of my flavouring with, you know, rather than putting it straight onto vegetables on my plate, I tend to uh, flavour my vegetables with maybe stock cubes, which are still, oh. yeah, mm. I mean, they're still salty, but not as salty as, as just salt on their own. And they've also got the added kind of little bit of flavour in there. Yeah, rather nice. Chicken yes. or beef or whatever. So stock cubes are a great way of flavouring things um, that you boil. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah, even rice. Um, oh, to really? do rice. Of course it would be rice, wouldn't it? Mm. Yes, it would. Mm. Yeah, I still put salt in my vegetables. I guess that's not a good thing, really. Well, mm. but we all need a bit of salt in our diet as well. It's uh, it's very it's a fine hard. line. It is, and it's very hard to calculate what is a teaspoonful of salt because, you know, apparently um, there's a, is it something I, I can't remember how many teaspoonfuls of salt are in a bag of crisps, but it's something ridiculous. Um, oh, really? The, that's why the, we like them so much. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, if, if you want to take a look at this article, um, it is there in full on the Men's Health website. It's a very interesting article. And of course, you can get that web address as well where you can uh, take a look at how you can cut your salt intake. But uh, this article is on the Men's Health website. It's menshealth.co.uk. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.